0: So. This is Sherry Cherie, and let's talk about it. Everyone has a story to tell, and my story thrived with this song because surely the question always remains and stands before me, the mission, the task, the assignments that God has given me. Will you say yes? And for any vision or goal or dream that he's shown me and given me that I have not said yes to it hurts when I see somebody else doing it and I'm just being real because what happens is I be thinking to myself wow I thought of that I I foreseen that I knew that that was about to happen And I could have did something. I didn't do anything, but I should have done something, but I didn't do anything. And God continues to ask, will you say yes? So with that being said, there's a purpose that God has given me. And that purpose is Sherry Sherry Peculiar. Why? Because the way my name is spelled, S-H-E-R-R-I-E, I I was born, birthed out, and my uncle gave me my name, Sherry. He wanted to name me after a Chevy pickup truck that I was born in, going 90 miles per hour on a highway when my mom was going in labor with me. And my mom said, well, since you took me to the hospital, you was available, you can name my daughter, my first daughter. And he was excited, and he said, I want to name her Chevy. Because she going to be my Chevy baby. And mama say, no, mm -mm, you're not about to name my child no Chevy after no truck. And my uncle said, you know, okay, Sherry. Because it's close to Chevy and I'll be the first and the only one to call her Chevy baby. Mama said, I can get with that. My mom called me Sherry. So all my life I have been known as Sherry. And I was in elementary school. The secretary, when I was in third grade, called me to the office and she said, pronounce your name. And I said, it's Sherry, so, so on, so, so. And she said, no, mm-mm, that's not correct. Your name is spelled Sheree. So your name is not Sherry. She called my mom on the phone. I remember. And she asked my mom. God rest her soul. She said, ma'am, can you pronounce your child's name? She, my mom said, yes, her name is Sherry, such, 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 such. She said, well, you're wrong. Her name is pronounced Cherie. It's spelt Cherie. It's pronounced Cherie. My mom was tickled. So, of course, you know, with a family, you're going to talk about these things. Everybody thought it was so funny. From that moment forward, my family, friends... Loved ones will call me Sheree. I go for a job interview because I know who I am. <laughs> I say, Sherry. And I recall when my ex-mother-in-law, was in, we were introduced and she said, well, what is your name? What do you want? prefer me to call you, Sherry or Sheree? And I said, it don't matter. And she said, well, I'm going to call you Sherry Sheree. I said, okay. And I like that. And that's stuck with me ever since. So it's Sherry Cherie And the peculiar is because God has set me apart and aside. And when I was in my heart searching for what could this nonprofit organization name be and why. Transiting, transitional. Set apart. Helping people in a different way. And I'm going to get into that, too. Yet, being different and knowing still who you are and whose you are. Sherry Sherry Peculiar. I was seeking for a home for the, this non-profit organization, which is transitional housing. And I want to... Uh, introduce my sister joy yet again joy Hale, onto the podcast because i don't want to just be talking and she's sitting here hi sis how are you
1: amen i'm doing good amen god is good all the time
0: yes he is praise god and praise the lord i i came up with this uh Name Sherry Sharif for the nonprofit organization, which is Transitional Housing. Um, this is the vision that God has given me. And he gave me this vision <laughs> through my own personal struggles. My own personal journey and life. The things that I've been through and the experiences that I've had and have. And the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding that he's allow me to come across that I'm able to be able to say, I can, I I can help someone. I can guide somebody in the right direction. I can assist somebody getting on their feet and getting where they need to be in the next level phases and stages of their life. Because God has given me wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and put people in my presence where I'm able to achieve it. And I'm able to move forward and I'm able to live and be whole and happy, you know, and there's a lot of resources and things that are available that people, unfortunately, don't know for whatever the reasons are, or they don't have the, uh, the resources or the information to even move forward in their lives. And, you know, I, I, my heart is like, it becomes overwhelmed with tears. Sometimes when I see some people in their struggles and it's like, how can I help? How can I assist? What can I do? And in that I'm constantly in some type of ministry of helping people and I love it. I I wouldn't change it for the world. I used to I would tell people Sister Joy that uh if I was on my deb, my deathbed and if I was able to preach or teach I would be content and happy with that because I know that the word what I love to do and what I am excited in doing I'll be doing it. What I have a passion to do, I'll be doing it. And I'm grateful for that. I'm so grateful. Like, I've been in situations where I had to sleep in my car. I had to sleep in my car, and I was allegedly living with someone. You know, I don't want to put no names or scenarios out there because. We all got to go through different phases and stages of our lives and journeys and walks and paths. And I'm not a judge, I'm not a juror, and I'm definitely not a convictor. So it's not my place to uh, not, let's talk about it, but talk about people. I don't do that because I was one that was talked about. I know what that feels like to be talked about um, and teased and ridiculed and people misjudge you misunderstand you or whatever the situation may be you know we all have been in situations like that so I don't want to have to say no names or circumstances so people be like oh I figured that out no that's not gonna happen so in the midst of that God still was there and he still was on my heart writing his journal as to instructions on what to do turning what was meant for my bad into his glory his good And in that, moving on to uh, a friend and the purpose that God wanted to accomplish with that encounter was life-changing and the qualifications of being in the medical field, I was able to assist that individual during their uh, time in their life where they was needing that CNA. I thank God for the qualifications. I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed that I was a certified nurse assistant. I did that for almost 20 years, and I loved it because I, in my heart, I was fulfilling the scripture in James one and 26, where he says that pure religion is this: that one would get that one would care for the the fatherless and the widows. So that lets me know that when we care for each other with our whole hearts with a cheerful heart, our whole mind, a sound mind, then we're doing God's work. And I want to just please Him. I want to be pleasing. I want to know that I am pleasing in His sight. Because with that, I'm in His good favor. I'm in His good standing. I am considered righteous before Him, which is whole and complete. Lacking nothing. I want to be able to live life to the fullest. And I don't want to just live life for me. I want to live it for me and to help others do it for themselves. And for anyone that has ever come in contact with me and encounter with me and been around me knows that I'm I'm just smiling. I'm always smiling. I'm always happy. I'm coming to live out the word before you. Because that's the way that God teaches us to be. Hallelujah. Agape love. We all have enemies. Yet God said that your enemies will make you stronger. They're going to elevate you. Take you to the next level. Like heaping coals under your feet. So I don't be bothered by what are considered haters. Because the word of God also. He comforts me and letting me know that guess what? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not that individual that you physically see. It's a spiritual warfare. That's where the wrestling is coming in at. That's where the tussling and tossing is coming in. At. And God has sat there and taught me in many nights. Come on, y'all. We talking about it, sitting in many many nights, sitting alone, just listening to what God has to say. How he going to handle the situation. How he want to do this and do that and what he's saying about this and that and her and him and vice versa, whatever. And giving visions and and wisdom and knowledge and then putting people indoors in doors and places where all you got to do is walk. I, I want that kind of favor. Is that right, sis? Hey Amen. That's a beautiful faith amen the transitional housing amen it's it's to help people come from one level to another level and the traditional way of doing uh transitional housing is to get a home and stack up as many beds as you possibly can and you have the state government pay for those individuals to be in your facilities and The next thing you know, they uh, leave their facility, but they go back to the same environments and the same things and the same situations. And I want to take it a step further. I want the transitional housing to be able to have you come in and you going to school and you're going to work and you working with the program as the programs are working with you. And while you're in the programs, we're building tiny houses on land that we own. Taking that and when you finish the program, instead of you going back to baby mama drama, baby daddy drama, going back to grandmama drama, mama, daddy or family or just the wrong environment, giving you an opportunity to rent or lease, rent or own one of the tiny houses that you had a hand in building so there's no reason for you to go backwards yet to move forward and even in that the state gives the allowances when they do pay for individuals to be housed and they give a budget plan and the the individuals get allowances and the rest is saved up in a savings account and we want to go above and beyond and do things a whole lot differently with helping them in even greater means That we don't even want to talk about right now, yet it's well more beneficial than just what the state is giving. We want to put people in positions where they won't have to look back. They'll have every hope and expectation of going forward because they were properly equipped with the right tools and the right skills and the right qualifications, so they don't have a runt a mentality, yet instead, they want to succeed. They want to move forward, and they want to heal. They want to forgive. They want to be whole. They want to be a, a productive, positive individual in society, in this world. And that's the type of environment that we want to provide for individuals, safe havens. Where, no, we're not shoving the word of God down anyone's throats. Yet, at the end of the day, the word is present everywhere. And just in these alone, the love, the fruits of that will be shown. God is good. I was, uh, sis, I was thinking about looking for, and I was looking for one home, Right? Cause you know, right. we in the natural. So in the natural, I'm thinking about, well, I gotta find this one house because once I get this house, then I can get the business rolling and get it going. i we've already completed the uh paperwork and everything. Now it's time to get the house so we can move forward. And I seen I did see a house. I went and looked at it and everything. And when I get there, mm-hmm. now be now before I got there, uh I reached out to the young man after I seen it because the advertisement was saying land contract. And it says 1700 I said, okay. I mean, 17000 outright cash, one or the other. So I say, well, you know, maybe I can do the land the land contract, you know, put down a percentage and pay the monthly until it's paid off. You know, that sounds ideal. Right up my alley. I am dark Skin. Um, and with that <laughs> being said, get to the house. As soon as we get out, he says, she don't want to do land contracts. She just want to outright sell it for 17000 I said, okay. He said, but if you want to still look at the house, we can go check it out. I said, come on, let's go look. You just never know. It's a faith builder anyway. He said, all right, cool. We walked through the house. It's very nice house. The basement had water damage. Flooded. I said, okay, you know, me and my uh, extra self, okay, says certified in construction, home improvement, building trades. I'm like, oh, we can, we can get that word. I ain't, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna knock that under the, in the back of my mind and we'll deal with that as it comes, right? Okay. Because the rest of the house was it was nice, right. gorgeous. Really nice. I'm like, okay. So as we're walking throughout the house, I'm, he was inquiring about the transitional housing organization and I was informing him of, you know, what it is that we do what we like to do, what we're looking forward to doing, and just the goals of the organization. And he said, Wow, you know what? I'm going to talk to her again and see if she would be willing to reconsider doing the land contract because you have a wonderful ideal. And I wish the best for you, you know, especially looking out for other people. And I say, Thank you, you know. Needless to say, she finally got back with him and she said, No, she wanted to outright sell it. No worries. I continue to proceed to look forward to looking for other homes. Okay. I'm still thinking, oh. God's still putting people in my way and introduced me to people and things of that nature. Loading me with with wisdom, not understanding tools and resources that I need for the different steps and journeys that I'm getting ready to take. I say, okay. So, next thing you know, I stumbled across a uh, two family flat because the person that I was introduced to expressed to me if you want one of the homes off the land bank the Detroit land bank that you don't want to go in at 1000 except that house is completely in a situation environment that don't nobody wants yet um, what you want to do is you want to start your biz at $2000 period I said, okay, no worries. She said, and you also, you want to target districts. I said, okay, no worries. Now, I stayed with my one of my sisters at one point, and um, she stayed downtown. And those homes are huge. They're big. Just historical homes. And so I'm like, okay, I know that in that area, those houses would be big enough for me to operate a transitional house. So I targeted District 6, whatnot, and I go in there, and I'm looking, and sure enough, I find this two-family flat. I say, wow. Looked at the pictures. I'm like, okay. I put in a $2,000 bid. You do got to build your profile before you go- get to auctioning. and Just have a card available on the um, in your account where when you win a bid, you put the monies on a card or the card already have the money on there. It's not, you got to have it on there before is you just make sure that that card is registered. A card is registered to your account. And I said, okay, yes. So I sent this home and I put in a bid for $2,000. Cause I remember what she told me. She said, do $2,000, $2,000 $2, in. And as I was getting ready to press submit the Holy spirit, no, I did press submit. I was getting ready to exit the screen and God said, no, put 3000 in. Because in my mind, I thought that being a, a non-profit 501c3 that I had read, that whatever I bid on, I would get, I would only have to pay half of the bidding costs. No. That's only if you're working with their community program partnership program. Okay, and you would want to be doing that. It's a simple application. You just have to have vision where uh, you come with an ideal that would be a uh, Community building, ideal developing a community and whatnot, and they will help fund you and back you up in that. So um, with that, I'm like, okay. Um, I went back in there and I pressed the three thousand and just closed out. God is amazing, sis. Let me tell you, okay. So I did that when I I went I went to sleep and I'm God has always dealt with me with visions and dreams and. That is active gifts that I know I have. With that, I went to sleep. I get up as usual, like I do in the middle of the night. Come back to bed and go to sleep. Lay back down. And in my sleep, all I could hear was this uh, J Moss song, We Must Praise. And in this dream, I'm singing this song. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, no matter what I'm doing in my dream, I'm singing this song in my mind or... Out loud, and I'm like, okay. So as I'm singing this song, I had this thought in my dream that was so real, and it was like, oh wow, I didn't, I didn't check my email to see if I won a bid. And then in my dream, I'm saying to myself, well, let me get up and check this email. I never got up to check the email. However, when I did get up for the day, I went, got myself ready, came back, sat down on the bed. 30 to 45 minutes after I woke up, I got a phone call from the Detroit Land Bank saying, congratulations, you won not home. I woke up singing the song, We Must Praise. And I was sleeping, thinking about that song, We Must Praise. I woke up singing the song, We Must Praise again. And surely, we must praise. God is great. I'm thinking, I want to start off and we need to get what? Want a house, right? God is so good, He said, "No daughter, I'm gonna give you two houses let me let me share the vision as I began to go into the home, working on the home, getting it ready and prepared for the businesses. Hallelujah, Thank you God, The vision is to have a family house." Or a transitional home upstairs, transitional home downstairs, downstairs having a dividing the, the basement is already divided and turn that into two studio apartments. I want to be able to get more That's two awesome. family flats that are able to do the same thing. I would love to be able to put veterans in the home on a main level. With that, having someone with maybe a Section 8 voucher or someone that is really in a position that they just need a home for their family, two-bedroom where, you know, they're good on paying their bills. Because with the nonprofit organization, we're not trying to charge you an arm and a leg to live and survive. And... Providing the necessity things of life, the cost of living just to live alone, the things that we need—I've learned, I've seen, I've researched—and it don't make sense. Those are the things that cost the most, uh-huh. and it's sad that water costs more than some juice. The good water costs more than uh-huh. pop. You know, or 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 in some instance, you could spend. a a nice amount of money for a bottle of water you could have went and got a shot of liquor i'm just saying the cost to literally survive and function properly the necessities of life you know those are the things that cost the most you try to go get some shoes and you get ready to come out if you really want to walk without getting your feet messed up with callus and bunions and they fit you right you get ready to pay close to a hundred plus dollars but you can easily go to the dollar store and get um, a pair of no-name brands that you know they're do you for a couple of days or for an outfit or two for dirt cheap. How 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 uh, how ironic is that? You know we need clothes on our back and everybody's selling it at high rates. I don't get that. You can get the. I was talking about that before. You get the same outfit at the beauty supply store. You get in the the boutiques, and you're spending less than money at the beauty supply store. I don't understand. What are we doing? Why is it that I need a place to live? Homelessness is at its highest, and only thing you could tell me is I need you to pay me ten thousand dollars for a three bedroom house. Come on, somebody. It's a figure of speech. How is it that we're going through a pandemic? Ain't nobody got money when people were laid off and not being able to work. And then these greedy landlords turning around and saying, I still want my money and trying to take people to court and evict them where in Michigan, we had a situation that they the eviction rates were so high. They just had to say, you know what? You cannot evict. Come on now. How can you do it? Even when they was giving out the under unemployment and the stimulus, it ain't coming time. Some people like myself waited six months plus et cetera. some people still waiting on the payout and then you got a, a greedy landlord saying, get me my 1200 250 plus and then I'm gonna go up on rent next year too I just want to get you prepared so go on and get a raise at your job that your job ain't given go on and work yourself over the max for the things that we should already have and we should be moving freely too you know squatter's rights is real our ancestors they had to squat when they didn't have nowhere else to go you do your research and you, you, you learn things you gotta read and study and learn things and then you'll be able to know things knowledge is power huh Yes, it is. and it's something I'm thinking of a house yes, and God a done house. blessed in one wop in one shell four means of transitional with well, three levels of transitioning cause you have your low income to section 8 home family home then you'll have your hopefully veterans in the main home and then at the bottom you got individuals that they can't afford nothing else they don't need no bigger space they just need a studio apartment and the prices again. I don't see me charging if 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 it's supposed to be eight, 10, 000, uh a thousand, twelve, fifty, whatever. I don't see Sherry Sherry Peculiar charging that much money to house an individual mm-hmm. that's trying to live and survive in a, this today's society that is constantly taxing and taxing and taxing. I don't get it. Come on, sis,
1: let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's so true. And it's sad because what happens is is that you have people that are wonder, oh, why is this person starting a not-for-profit? Why are they trying to help people? Mm-hmm. Why aren't they just doing it for themselves? Or they might say, okay, they started a not-for-profit, but I don't have time for that, you know, because of this or because of that, but by blessing people, you are blessed in return. Mm. It's it's just like the way of the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, even worldly people understand that. Some of yes. them. And most of them do, honestly. That, you know, that's why a lot of times, Worldly people will be quick to give, you know what I mean. And then you got the people that sanctified and saved; they don't want to give to nobody. But of course, if something happens to them, they want to raise a cause. And I'm not here to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just stating, as I told you earlier, for
0: facts. <laughs> okay. And my so thing is, I don't most... see that being then, a Debbie Downer at all. That's just stating the for for facts. It's the truth. Yes. We should be helping each other, not hindering each other or, you know, looking at each other's struggle. I mm, The blood of Jesus. Why you start that conversation? <laughs> because Come on now. I was, you know, my heart has been picked on right now because I've been trying to uh, promote this fundraiser for the closing costs of the home that God blessed us to get for the transitional housing. And... The closing cost is $3,000 and it is on May 13th, you know, and I have been post, you know, pushing, uh, PayPal me, uh, the GoFundMe accounts, um. The website account, the website address rather, you know, just sending text messages, been making phone calls and reaching out to people, doing a, a quarter roll fundraiser and, you know, trying to figure different things out to, you know, promote it so that it'll be able to be successful. So when May 13th come. Sherry Sharipa Curie can walk in there with that cashier's check that they are looking for to be able to get the title, the the uh title insurance, the title deed and everything for the home for the nonprofit organization. Like, not to go and put it in my cookie jar and go get lavish things. No. And with that, it was like, it it, it tucked my heart, sis, because pushing this, I've seen so many people I even have a Facebook charity account with the Sherry Sharipa peculiar, And people would just look and look and look and look. Like I was looking at the uh, web page today. <laughs> I was looking at the web page today, sis, and there has been one point sixty eight thousand views of the pictures that have been posted on through the web page. Oh, wow. You would think if one person, if everybody gave a dollar... Come on now. Yeah. And it's like, wow. I don't get it. Yet, I don't, I'm not mad at no one. I forgive everyone. I'm not mad. Because at the end of the day, this is the journey and the walk that God has us on and to do and to accomplish and to achieve. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's
1: true. And see, and, and the thing about it is, is that if we're able to walk through this test, because it's, I feel like it's sometimes meant for us to be able to experience mm-hmm. that, Amen. Part, to understand that our help does not come, come on. from people. Mm-hmm. As far as the the carnal way of thinking, that's right. It all it really does come from God. Amen. That's why God told us to trust in Him with all our heart, like with all of us, yes. like within our soul, our mind, our being. Because at the end of the day, people they'll see you today and say, "Hey," and tomorrow they'll give you the side eye. Yeah. But God changes not.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: And. I like, have you experienced that. Like, I experienced it, yes, I experienced this years ago, and I had a GoFundMe, and I cried out, you know, by myself, just wondering, like, why, you know, am I putting up all these GoFundMe's? I mean, and I wanted to do the creation of greatness outlet. I had a great business locally, but I was trying to open up a store location, mm-hmm. and I, I seen the vision and I knew what I could do mm-hmm. because I love to talk about, you know, different things. I love to offer my free skills of marketing. I love poetry and I know what I can give to the people. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start the not-for-profit and I'm going to start the for-profit and the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to bring people that have talent, that's sitting on a talent and have them walk in a vision. And the only thing I needed was just a few thousand dollars to start mm-hmm. so I can be able to open up my retail store yeah and nobody gave me anything I even had to give myself some money mm. I told you that yeah <laughs> let's talk money. about
0: it because that's a problem let's talk about that sis because that's an issue and a concern within our uh black lives matter community god bless America and it's something that we need to talk about because uh I've had a This is the third uh, GoFundMe account um, with true, genuine causes, you know, and didn't get not even a red penny. And it was like, wow. And even with this one that I had just posted for the organization, the GoFundMe is still standing still at the $120 that it started with in the account toward the closing costs and renovations and it's like you you will watch the news I know I don't know about you but yet I watch the news and you will watch those individuals they're raising GoFundMe accounts for miscellaneous things and they get more and exceed in abundance they even make the news I'd be like, wow, how did that work? How does it work? Is it, a, is it something to a, a GoFundMe account that I need to know about or maybe I shouldn't be indulging in that I need to know about in order to build actual revenues in the GoFundMe? Because I thought it was there to help people. Let's talk about it, sis. I know you were telling me you did extensive research on a situation. What?
1: I did, and from my research, I noticed that it was a lot of our light skinned people in the world. Uh-huh. Amen. Yeah, amen. That was getting
0: funded. And when she so say light skin, she mean white
1: specifically Caucasian.
0: Funded.
1: Okay. Amen. Okay. My my sister Sherry.
0: <laughs> yes
1: she taught me how to say that so i don't you know be out of text oh you know? bless you bless and, you yeah so i noticed that it was a lot of funding going on yeah amen and, and i know there was a lot of funding going on like it was like some people was having a hundred thousand raised, uh some people had 40 thousand raised, mm-hmm. uh, you know 75 grand and as i looked it was for some things okay this person had a bakery, wanted to do a bakery, was working from home, and then just her light skinned brothers and sisters in the community was like, "Oh no, Come we on. not
0: gonna let her." Come on, talk about it
1: for another day. Talk about her it. Kitchen at
0: home. Hold on, stop. We're, Let's we're pause gonna, right so, there. Pause we're right there. <laughs> Cause you're gonna have oh, to re- <laughs> You're gonna have to repeat that again. I like how you said what they said, how they felt. They what did our light skinned brother and sister say? <laughs> they say, oh they no. Said, oh, we're not- no, we're
1: not gonna let her work in the kitchen. Yeah, we're not gonna let her work in her kitchen at home okay. another day.
0: Not another they day. Oh, no, yeah. Jane
1: and Margaret. Wow. Uh-huh. They yeah, they, they said Jane, Margaret, and and miss anna yes get her out of there and then they decided to raise money they went and bought candy they went and bought all types of stuff to raise money at their schools at their jobs like they literally care about that person not that that person was related to them it was just that they care yes come on amen care yeah and they see the vision. And that's what I was talking about in your post when you wrote that post. It touched me. Yeah. Because I was saying, this is exactly what the book of Habakkuk is talking about. Uh-huh. When it says that write their vision and make it plain. Yeah. So that... Those who would see it, so they who would see it would do what? Mm-hmm. Will go and run. Run after take it. Take off with it. Take off. And that's what happened inside our light-skinned community. Yes. When they look at that vision on GoFundMe, they run with that vision. Mm-hmm. And they are proactive. And that's how those visions work. Yes. And they are yes. walking by faith, not by sight. They know mm. that, that that young lady was working in her kitchen at home. But because they felt the need
0: they was compelled Not they come on to
1: but because they wanted to yes they were compared yeah they was compelled to be a blessing yep. and this is something that I noticed about yes. our brown skin yeah community come on now if James and joy both of them have a store selling body oils mm-hmm. okay James or joy might say you know what hmm how can I Cut them out the deal. And on top of that, they're going to make sure that they pull that person's sales down or whatever. And I'm not saying that for every brown-skinned person, but I know that for a fact that that does happen. Instead of encouraging them. So, you know what? Let's link up together. And let's find other people mm-hmm. that maybe don't know how to make body oil. Let's do classes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's
1: become a union. Instead, we have this... I am better than you. I'm greater than you. You're nobody. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good spirit. That's not of God. Amen.
0: Let's talk about it. And if
1: a person really don't want to be like God, then then you would do that. You would pull down a community and you would see a sister struggling. You'll see see her brother going without food. You will see a great cause. But then you'll go right over there to that GoFundMe and you'll help Keisha. Go over to Vegas because she want to get her hair done. Come on, stop because that! Come on, stop
0: that! I I've seen of one of those go GoFundMe's, and yeah. that was one. Yes, I need to get my, to get
1: my hair done. Come on, now, yep, that,
0: that was one that was on the head. news. And at one know, point, a GoFundMe where the people wanted to just go to Vegas because they've never gone and they just wanted to start a GoFundMe for the, you know to get the plane tickets and just to enjoy themselves. They get thousands of dollars hmm Thousands overnight
1: and these people don't even know the child.
0: Yeah. Right? Come on. I was, I was, I said, tell the truth. Oh my God.
1: It's <laughs> random people going through the wall me, and they say, you know what? I want her to have a good time. I hope she go over there and twerk. Yeah. I hope she go over there and do the hokey pokey. Yeah. Not not I hope she go over there and, and lay hands on someone or pray <laughs> for them or, or feed the sick. I mean, you know, heal the sick and feed, and, and also feed the sick, Amen. Yeah. And be a blessing to somebody. She not going over there to do ministry. She Mm-mm. going over there to just act a fool, or whatever. But she says she need her hair done. She need to make sure she have tickets to get over there. Yeah. She need clothes. Yeah. She want a party. Yeah. That's
0: it. What about I mean, the one person that wanted the it, bed? It
1: was more than she even wanted. Yeah. The one, the one lady who wanted the bed, so yeah. she already had a nice apartment, right? And she was like one of those like models, kind of like you know, back reality star fans at that time. But she was more like the models, kind of like yeah, stripper, you know. And she was on. I remember because I seen the video. She was like, "Oh, I just need a little something for my house," and she already had like thousands of dollars. Like she literally just was asking, you know, um, you know, if you guys want to help me. And they gave her so much money, she was like, I didn't even ask for this. It was over 8000 like, that they was giving her. Just random people, <laughs> women and men. Mm-hmm. People who don't know her. People that are not on her Facebook page. I'm just keeping it real.
0: And that's the truth. You're telling f- 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 facts. You know. That's like they say to a dark-skinned person, yeah, real f- talk. F- f- They'll say to a dark-skinned person that when we start a business we're going to struggle the first year if we can make it past the first year. Because there's no support. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's known by others yeah. that there is no support in our Black Lives community. The Black Lives Matter community. And it's it's amazing because we, we want to talk about it, yet are we walking it? You know, we's quick to put each other out of each other's homes because we can't, tolerate each other or we want our own space etc when you see the other communities thriving and you you uh what we used to call jocking their cars and they the things that they've accomplished because you want the same things but what you don't understand is when you go to their house nine ten it's about ten families five families living in one house and they're all right and they're comfortable they know that you know a family that a village come on somebody it takes a village they notice and they get married out and they, they, they leave it go to graduate to college and different things like that. They're trying to succeed and they help each other succeed and they push each other to greatness. We're not doing that in our Black Lives Matters community. It's amazing, you know. Uh a person can throw an event and there's no one there but them and the lights or whatnot and What people fail to realize is the effort that's put behind it, the thought that's put behind it, the time and the energy, the resources, even that person's funds to even try to make it a nice event for others to come and enjoy themselves. And the support in our Black Lives community is terrible. And then when we do show up, we got to show out. We got to show up and we got to be mad at each other and we got to fight each other. And then we want to say that... uh. I'm just going to keep it real. The The light-skinned people killing us off. No, we're killing ourselves. We kill more of each other than they kill of us.
1: Now, now, now let me... Yes, ma'am. And, and may I also add that this is why when those things were happening, yeah, of course, I was bothered mm-hmm. last year when that happened to, you know, those victims and... Even before then, of course, you know, because they're humans. Yes. They're humans. Oh, and, and they're souls. And you want them, you know, to experience their best life and have a relationship with God. And this is why I stopped saying only black lives matter. Come on. Souls matter. Souls matter. That that was my new motto. Souls matter. Because behind that skin complexion, behind that skin that that facial, you know, how the our light skinned brothers and sisters the outer shell. Is, or you know, our brown skinned sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, behind all of that outer shell, you have a soul that's going to literally a spirit that will literally live forever. Yeah. And it will either be in good standing with God or in the wrong standing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I stopped looking at that skin color thing because yeah I do see it I understand it's it's there but it's there it's like in a vain place Mm -hmm. because we're looking at their skin color again because if you look at that African American brother or whoever of skin color of our skin complexion and they say oh the white man this the white man that and then you turn around and like you just said like you go and go kill your sister and brother but her life didn't matter. But mm-hmm. all black lives matter. Come yep. on now. Mm-hmm. The devil is a liar. Let's talk about because it. Because even behind that movement, I noticed that even the 666, because I actually clicked on the the actual hashtag on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it led me to so much of the devil worship that was behind the Black Lives Matter, and they were also saying this, that, they, that the devil mattered, and then they also had the hashtag Black Lives Matter. They link that up in there. It's just a whole bunch of stuff that's up in there. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna say black lives matter, then black everything matters. White everything matters. All souls matter because you're you're putting down The community, but then you're steady trying to advance. You can't do that. You have to take your Mm. brother and your sister's hand Mm. and walk forth in faith. Stop looking at the fact that, oh, my sister looked better than me. She got more money. She got a car. I don't like her. Mm Mm-hmm. I only want to help her when she's totally down. I got to make sure she falls because if she's starting a business or if he is getting a car or if that lady just got a new promotion, why am I going to be happy about that? I need to do it. If I need to get my own stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It reminds me of myself back in the day when everybody was getting pregnant and I was mad and I said, well, why am I going to be happy about that for? I, I, God hasn't blessed me with the fruit of the womb. Mm-hmm. The devil is a liar. Mm-hmm. No. I purposely now, when people have children, I'll be like, "God is good. God bless you. I have to get that evil spirit up out of me." Amen, God. Amen. It don't matter if I ever have a child. I'm about to be forty years old. It's the fact that who, whatever blessing that person has, that's what God had for them. Amen, amen. If you be about your business and focus on yourself, then God will bless you too.
0: Yeah, that's real. Amen. He is not short of blessing.
1: And a lot of people don't get that. And that's the reason why we mess up our blessing. Mm -hmm. When a person walks past us and they say, hey, I need help. What does the book of James say? If you say, okay, go be filled. All right. God bless you. Mm -hmm. But unless you help that person, that's the only way you're going to really be able to, you know, get it together because you're helping that person. You're
0: literally helping them, and you're not just saying, "Go, you know, go be blessed. Yeah. And that's real. Uh, You know, that's one of the examples that Jesus had expressed, you know, when he was was speaking about the parables of the, the Good Samaritan. You know, are you going to be that Good Samaritan, or are you going to be like the others that just walked past and saw that person in need? And knowing you could have did something, but you chose to do nothing and keep walking. And it's sad. You know, we have to support each other way better than what that we're doing.
1: Help. Come on. And you know what? I'm gonna say this because I might as well. And I did tell you I was gonna say it. I feel like a lot of times the reason why. We are so, I want to say, separated mm-hmm. is because of how a lot of us was raised, uh-huh. where it was kind of like you and your family is doing good, so just be concerned and be happy for you and your family.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you be worried about what's going on over you know there? What I
1: mean, because I, I'm just thinking about my family. Exactly. And, and and that's and that's the thing. Like you can encourage people and still focus on your goals. Yes. Like with me, I'm opening up my business. I'm still Amen. focusing on myself, but I'm still wanting you to be your best.
0: Amen. Amen. I want
1: you the same way. I'm reaching for like the same love. I'm giving myself the same passion, whether it's marketing, whatever I got to do. Yeah. The same way I would do it for me. Guess what? I'm yes. treating you the way I want to be treated. It and goes right back to what. Jesus said. Amen. Jesus said, treat others like... Like, if we treat people the way we want to be treated, it would definitely push us to another level.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. Definitely. It's
1: really, you know, something... You know, it's really... Amen. It's really something with, with the money that we have gotten, the most money that the government, since I've been living, has ever given us. And people so hyped up and wanting to buy cars and shoes and all of that if you're gonna get any of that make sure you get your money together in your business make sure that it's registered you have your EIN number you have your DUNS number you're registered with 411 that's free that's a free directory And that you start building your business credit. Because the government is not going to give you money forever. Yeah. Even if they give us some more money, it's not going to be
0: all the time. I ask people all (laughs) the time. I'll ask people, what is the most valuable collateral on earth? And it's land. You own land. A person can't take that from you. It's yours. You own that. You can do whatever you want on your land, and land has value because it's one of the only things that increases it value. Because a person can have a vision for your land and willing to pay you more than what you thought your land was worth. Or let's say right now in the state of Michigan, uh, more so in Detroit, where they're re, uh, reviving downtown and you know trying to restore uh, the the life. Of of Detroit, once they finish downtown, they're coming into the communities. So why won't we, as the community, go out and purchase these lands, fix them up, stop destroying them, fix them up? So when, um, excuse me. Uh-huh. The, the the governments and the states and the, the city councils and Congress and the mayors and them decide they want to have a vision. They don't just come and take over what is rightfully yours, what is rightfully ours, where we've been dwelling all of our lives, thriving and surviving all of our lives. And then in a minute, you're going to have to pack up your bags and you're going to have to get up and you're going to have to move because you're not going to be able to afford their cost of living. You're not going to be able to afford the means to survive in the environment that they're going to be producing for what they want and their visions to be. So we need to get out here and buy these lands, even if you don't see nothing right now. Own it. See that, see that you have the deed in your hand and you can do what you want on your land and that no one can take it away from you. And guess what? You can own the house, but if you don't own the land, they can take that. I'm just saying, we need to be wiser in the things that we're doing with the okay. means that we have, the things that we have. And if you want to just go and buy a house, make sure that you get the land too. And then you go and get the cars and the things like that. But you want to be able to say you're free. You want to be able to have that freedom. I'm going to go a step further. When I was sleeping in my car for those three days and then eventually, you know, uh, doing what I got to do. And I stumbled across some land. After I stumbled across some land, I stumbled across an RV. And I was living in my RV full time. Full time in it. On my land. Freedom. No bills. Freedom. Only bill I had is my land fee, and that's not much at all, thank God. And it'll be paid off in no time, thank God. That was good. Yet, at the end of the day, I don't have to pay a mortgage or rent or anything like that. Yet, guess what? I have a studio house on wheels, and it has five beds, or shall I say four beds and a loft. Fully equipped, fully loaded with a shower and a full bathroom with the vanity sink and a, a stove, a microwave, a refrigerator, freezer. Come on now. Huh? We talking about uh? where's my 40 acres and a mule? Where is the wisdom to get things, to achieve, and to say, I don't care about the things of this world. I don't have to have that right now. I could wait. Let me do what's, what I got to do first. Let me line up my priorities first. God said that a man ought to leave his mother and his his father and he ought to go and he start he need to go and build a foundation for his family see that's the mentality that we should be having that when we leave our nest quote unquote that we should be stepping out and we should be excelling we should be owning things we should be achieving things we should be productive and positive we shouldn't be thinking about where the next party is at we shouldn't be thinking about where's the next uh, Tito's bottle and the next Hennessy bottle and where's the next blunt at and where's the next um, um, Cardi B song or Cash Dow song or little baby song or who's who's popping and twerking downtown on the riverfront what else is there to do what else is there that needs to be done not saying that you know I'm judging somebody for doing those things because we all should have our fun time all I'm saying is what are we showing when the dust clears what are we showing after we get a paycheck come on Jesus did I say that yes I did we living from paycheck to paycheck and we wondering why Because we're not being good stewards over the things that God has given us. We're not being good stewards over what God has given us and showing us in the things that he's given us to do with. We can live any kind of like if you notice and if you look at rich people, wealthy people, they live whatever kind of life they want to. They do whatever they want because they have lined up the things that they need to line up to get to the place that they need to get up, get to. Like my parents used to say, you're going to play now or pay later, or you're going to pay now and play later, but you're going to have to make a choice because you're going to have to do one or the other and you can't do both. Amen. And you can't do both if you don't choose the right option. Because if you choose to play now, you will pay later. That's true. Yet, if you choose to pay now, work hard, succeed, achieve, believe, reach, grow, you can play later and still be paying for your upcomings of whatever vision that you got coming up to the future. Hold on, sis, one moment. All right, I had to just uh, extend it. It ran out on the time, so we have to pick back up. You know, it's it's amazing how okay, I hear this. Good. I hear these things about, you know, woe is me's. You know, y'all yeah, made a, a comment on the Facebook account. And that's because my heart is really overwhelmed in compassion and helping people that I, I'm moved that I want others to feel the same. Because it, it ain't about me. <sighs> It's not about me. It's about helping somebody else. I'm not living in homes. I'm all right. Yet at the end of the day, I don't want my laboring to be in vain and it won't be in vain because for everyone that is not going to participate, God has many that will. And I was watching Tyler Perry talk about what he, uh, his testimony and the things that he went through, et cetera., getting to where he's gotten to, and how he was able to achieve uh the that universal studio and you know even where there was a young boy who had wrote a letter to him in reference he wanted to write somebody in the future, and it was a dark skinned young man who thirteen year old boy who uh didn't even know what the future would be like, but Tyler Perry at that same time and day was only weeks old. Not knowing that God's vision and plans, he said, I knew, He." matter of fact, Tyler Perry, I don't think was even born. He said, I know your ending before I place you in your beginning. God says, I know the plans that I have for you. So it doesn't matter if anyone else on the Facebook gives or not. God said, I knew you before I placed you in the midst of it all. He said that I already have the plans to prosper you in place. I already have the plans to help you grow and to make you happy and to fill you with joy and give you my attributes and impart into you my spirit. With that, come on now. If God be for you, who or what can be against you? Come on. Huh? I just want our people, our Black Lives Matter community. To really focus on what's important, like um, I I have this ideal, you know, just a th- just a thought. <clears throat> I do watch the news and things like that, and I sing the marching and things of that nature. Matter of fact, I was literally uh, staying with a sister, the one that stayed downtown, and uh, literally she stayed on a block of the path that. The people in the parades had marched and Black Lives Matter and I've recorded some of it and it was it was a sight to see, I tell you that. <clears throat> because I'm watching uh a, a a um a, a light skinned person being carried in um one of those pageant type of style seats and as they marching up the street with this individual, they're singing a, a song where they got this music box playing a song talking about our uh, old President Trump. And with that, they were still screaming Black Lives Matter. And I was just looking at it and I was saying to myself, I say, wow, how much more of an impact would a march to the White House and Congress or the powers that be Capitol Hill to present a, a letter or a re, revise. I don't know if the world is ready for this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, these segregated laws that have been in place forever. And those are the things that haven't changed. Even the people, we have changed. You know, people do respect Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, yet at the end of the day, people changing, but the laws and the regulations not changing. And that do give some people the right to do wrong. Why? Because we still in the past trying to move forward. Why don't we walk to Congress in the Capitol Hill with a, a, a new laws that are more, uh, for today opposed to just marching? Let's march with some purpose. That's just my thoughts on the matter. You know, um, I, I don't want to really go there, but I'm just saying uh, my thoughts on um, child support is just <laughs> something else. We, we really don't want to get into that conversation yet. We will one day. We will talk about it. That's a to be continued. I want us to be able to support each other. Help each other. Don't be the crab in a barrel where you're just watching that crab struggle to try to get out the barrel. Let's formation and let's get together and let's build together. We can create ladders. We can if if, if we really think about this, my uh Black Lives Matter community, if we really think about this, we are the inventors of the earth. Outside of God creating and speaking everything into existence, it's more inventions made and created by dark skinned people, whether they got the acknowledgement or not, than of any other. So our minds are not slow. We're not ignorant. We know how to function, be, and survive. Why can't we take that energy and that mentality and become those doctors and lawyers and become on top of things where now we build our own communities because there's no doctor that actually know how to care for a dark skinned body. So why don't we get up in the positions to take care of each other? Why don't we think holistic instead of going uh, to go think um, uh, uh, Blue Cross or um, why don't we think holistic instead of saying Henry Ford or St. John or, or, or Beaumont Hospital? Why don't we think holistic? We are of the earth. And therefore, our bodies are created to heal themselves. God promised us 120 years on this earth. Now, what we do with our bodies, our temples, that is the reason that we have these diseases in our bodies, and these um these viruses and our bodies are deteriorating because we do things that you know that's not what we're supposed to be doing. So we shorten our own lives, we can't blame somebody and something else, and then at the end of the day, we're killing each other. How much more greater and powerful can we be if we stand together? United we stand, divided we fall. I remember my parents used to tell us that all the time. United we stand, divided we fall. The word of God lets us know plain: A house that is divided cannot stand. Why are we repeating cycles and generational habits and generational curses when we're better than that? And when we get in our silent corners, we, we meditate on why we got to be in the situation that we in or how can we get better or do better and be around better people. We miserable, whatever situations are. And we can make a difference. If we can step outside the box and be that one. And carry a legacy. And we can teach our children different. If we can just set the tone, let's try that. Ain't nothing that's serious on this earth. I, I, I but, um, my mom is not here. She passed away when she was forty-nine years of age. I witnessed what stress can do to you. It will kill you. Whether you're stressing in a, an, an anxiety state, whether you're stressing in a depression state, whether you're stressing in any kind of state of stressing that there is heartaches, come on, it will kill you. So when people see me, oh man, how come you always happy? Well, you—I don't know. What would you? What do you look like when you're sad? When you're not? At your best. And you know my response is. What is it that I should be upset about? You know the serenity prayer. It is real. If you can change it. Then doggone hickey change it. Don't fuss and complain about it. Just change it. Fix it. You don't like what you watching. Change the channel. You don't like what you are doing. Do something else. You don't like the environment you in. Change it. You don't like the people that surround you? Change it. Uh. You can do those things. That's in your power. And that's in your will to do. Yet the things that you cannot do. Hey, come on now. What you stressing for? Uh. Stressing about what? Because you can't change it. You can't fix it. You can't do it. Turn it over and let go. If you learn to ignore <laughs> my God. It wind up working out on its own anyhow. Whether you think it's what you wanted it to work out into or not, it's still going to work itself out. And it will be better anyway because it was always working for your good. God wants us to succeed. Unlike uh, the crabs in a barrel... God is actually not just cheering you on. He's giving you that hand up. He's being the lifter of your head. He's being the one that wiped them tears away. He's being there in a the late night hour rocking you to sleep when you didn't think you can go to sleep because you so sad. You down and out. You oppressed and depressed and you in yourself. I could talk about it. I told you I've been through a lot of different things, so I know about transitioning. I know about transitional from one level to another, living in rescue missions, huh? All with a smile and a cheerful heart. I don't regret anything that has occurred in my life because at the end of the day, it was fun. It was joyful. I learned, I grew, and I moved forward. I've learned to be content coming from poverty where we didn't have anything to eat but flour, water, and there you go. Come on now. I learned to be content when you know that you gotta go to school the next day, but your lights is off and you had to go and wash your clothes by hand in the tub, and you don't know if you actually washed them good enough so nobody else will talk about you in school. Come on now, huh? What? I've learned to be content when I grew up from elementary all the way to the ninth grade. and People talked about me for no reason, just off of a joke. And it followed me all the way to the ninth grade. That was a mean joke. That was a mean joke. So you learn how to be content in the life circumstances. That's what we go through the tests for overcoming testimonies. Come on now. God is too good. He loves us too much.
1: Amen. I mean, amen. And and even like with me, here I am. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot like, as a child because my mother was in a mental hospital. My father had uh, did some really bad things to my mom. And then, you know, so he was, I never knew him. I never knew who he was. And my brother and I was separated. He stayed in the city and I stayed in the county. Yeah. And I went through a lot of different heartaches growing up as a child. Went through a lot of different
0: things yeah, that I would not abuse. want any
1: child to go through. Yeah. And when I did get, Yeah. And when I did get of age, I left at seventeen and I was living in a vacant building. I was, you know, living, like, literally sleeping on in a train. I was literally sleeping outside. I was literally sleeping on the playground. I mean, I'm not ashamed about it, but these are things that I had to go through and I didn't have nothing. I didn't even have a penny, mm-hmm. okay, Amen. Uh, to, you know, to rub together. And I slept in a mall until 10 o'clock at night uh, at, um, in St. Louis, Missouri, at Northwest Plaza. Yeah. I'll go in a bathroom and try to sleep and try to stay there because it was so cold outside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just like, I just thank God for all he has done for me. Amen. Like he's done so much. Amen. Even when I was living in homeless shelters i I had a nervous breakdown. I was living in a mental hospital um I was taking medication oh uh because the enemy the inner me mm-hmm. wanted me mm-hmm. to be just like they said I would be like my mother because yes. she's schizophrenic, so they wanted me to do that so that that's what the enemy uh-huh. and myself and then of course. The devil is a liar uh-huh. and wanted me Amen. to put myself in the in that shoe so I can also be in there. Because when I was younger, I would go on like little evaluation trips to the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. So when I got older and when I literally did have a nervous breakdown, that was where I was taken to. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, I had the police officer had a decision to make. He either was going to take me to jail because I had. Some warrants, or he wanted to take me to the mental hospital. He decided that the mental hospital was the best place for me. Uh-huh. And at that time, I had lost my house, I had lost my cars, I had got out of a horrible relationship with the same sex. Hello, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was a mess. Yes, my life was a mess. And yes. God, at that time, had just poured his love out to me um my great aunt mother Cobb from gpcg yes, you know she poured her love out and she really showed that she was a child of god amen. because she was the one that wrestled against that lesbian spirit mm-hmm. she was the one that you know was telling me joy you know you, if you don't get yourself together, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I had to, you know, tell her. And I was like, you know, who are you? Because I wasn't saved. I didn't know God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't, and I and I didn't act like I did. Let's talk about. And it. then when God came to me and He blessed my heart and He yeah. showed me what was right. You know, He showed me it was love. And at that time, and I was in a mental hospital, like I said, I wanted to get out of there. Okay, but at that time, I needed to rest. I was stressed out. Mm -hmm. I literally was going out my mind because I said, well, maybe maybe I should get a crazy check. But God,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but God, he rescued me from there. He literally put the right mind in me. He literally allowed me to have the Holy Spirit. Uh His precious spirit. And I thank God for giving me that. I thank God for freeing my mind. Because there was a lot of things going on in there, sis. And the enemy wanted me to listen to those voices. The voices is real. It is um, spirits of suicide. It is spirits of, of depression. It is spirits of, you know, PTSD and, you know, All these different things that's out here. It's so many different demonic. When I say spirits, it is demonic activity going on. And people ignore it and then they blame it and say, oh, that person. No. It is that person but it's also some demonic stuff. And I'm not giving it glory. I'm just keeping it facts. I'm giving it facts. I'm telling the truth. And Uh, I thank God for giving me the right mind. Mm
0: -hmm. I say, no, you're not... um...
1: Amen. You're not
0: tripping out on anything like that because even Jesus says some some things you have to call out by name. So you know it ain't just calling out you you that's what you're supposed to do. Call it out by his name. That's what it's called, that's what it is, and it probably won't leave until you call it out. Mm-hmm. You know? Amen.
1: Amen. And and that's why I say, even now I say this, right? Yeah. It's some things. I'm gonna be honest. It's some things that I've said to myself. I said, you know what, Joy? Look at you now. Look what God has done. Mm -hmm. Instead of me being proud, I'm thank. I'm thankful. Amen. 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 Instead of me being, uh, instead of me being boasting, because it's some things that I can say that could, could devastate some people. When I lived out there in the streets, when I was doing a lot of things, and not only that, once I got saved, I went a lot because it was a lot of demonic stuff. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's on people's backs. Yes. Sis. Come on out. And the only thing that can be able to free us really is Jesus. Amen. It's Jesus.
0: Jesus.
1: It's Yeshua HaMashiach. That is the only Savior.
0: Yes. Amen. It's
1: by God's grace that He gave us his only begotten son. Yes. And that's really what matters. In all our getting, we must get understanding. Amen. It is important that we dig and that we, you know, in all of our getting. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Because Amen. the lack of knowledge, you will perish. Mm-hmm. And this is not just about, oh, it's a non-for-profit or it's a for profit. It is about Walking in faith, pushing forward, Mm -hmm. amen, not being the one that says, you know what, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to sit on my hands. I know these talents God gave me. I ain't going to use them. Cause you know what's gonna happen, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. With God, and would you rather obey God, or would you wanna, or what you wanna settle to obey man? Come on now. When this life is passing away, yes. So you're walking in faith. You're doing what God said for you to do. Amen. Because let me tell you something. Look how blessed you are, sis. Amen. When it look when you look at the not for profit, look how God bless you with the land. Then you have a house closing. Then you have your your understanding of the mission. Amen. All of this is like within a business plan. It takes years for some people. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, as the people are in those barrels trying to pull down this and pull down that, they're going to see you. And then, like I said, when you rise up and do exactly what you have to do to do God's business, then people are gonna be like, "Oh, I was there with
0: her Mm-mm, they're gonna say that was that's <laughs> was my there, sister that's my daughter that's my brother I'm... they're gonna be like that's my that's my cousin that's my friend that's, that's my homie girl mm. I know her. <laughs> I, I knew she could her. do it you know what Me I her, knew she could do it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> come on now." And that's why it's important. It's important to be able to take that pain. All of that because I feel you. I like when you wrote that post, I felt it because I understand it. Cause you was there for me. I remember when I was in St. Louis when I met you, you was just such a blessing. Like you made me smile. You made me feel good about oh, myself. Bless you, sis. And you still do. And you <laughs> It was, it was no motives. Like, you didn't want nothing from me. Amen. You didn't want to use me. You didn't want to do nothing except be a blessing to me. Amen. So you would give me money, <laughs> you know, and help me. You would do my hair. Yeah. You would do so many ministries, you know. Pray for me. Lay hands on me. Amen. 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 To
0: Amen. God be the glory. Praise the Lord. And,
1: <laughs> and I was thankful, you know, and I, and I knew that was by God's grace. And... You also encouraged me to get my driver's license again because I had it. But then, you know, I told you, you know, I had end up letting it get suspended and then all of that, you know. So I end up paying off everything. And then you was like, sis, and you took me over there. Remember, I used your car you know so you're a giving person Amen. so I know what you have done in other people's lives you know Amen. what I mean Amen. and I could just imagine because you changed mine Amen. you know and I thank God for that because it was God through you Amen. and thank sis God. it's not over No, nope. it's not over at all nope. because I feel like I feel like the pain that we feel it it had to happen oh yeah because like for me right the pain and stuff that i went through and even when i know people had it
0: yeah
1: i'll be like okay i have this great vision i know people have it and nobody wanted to give i even made a post and you know like how you make a post and you don't like like the way that you made your post you just went on and exposed it for me i made my post just to talk about the situation but I encouraged myself in the post, yeah. but I did not expose anybody, and I should have at that time because a lot of people they was not they they didn't care, like when I made the post, they just they looked at it, all my products they looked at it, yeah. I had my website up. this is before two thousand and twenty mm-hmm, I have a website up, girl, they would just go over there, I'll see thousands of visitors, nobody would buy anything, yeah. This is other websites I had. Or or when I had the Facebook page. Yes. What's the point to look at it? Like, even, and then I even, I think I had a donate. If you don't want anything, donate to me so I can be able to go and do that vision. Because believe me, it's going to be a blessing to the communities. Not, Not community, but community. You know, it's something. I'm not just thinking about New York or St. Louis. I'm thinking about worldwide.
0: It's amazing. I don't even know if I should talk about Amen. Yeah, I'ma talk about it. Cause that's what we're here to talk about. The truth. We we talking about the truth and I've submitted the same GoFundMe accounts, et cetera, to churches, pastors and bishops, and also uh other organizations that are doing the same thing that I'm doing yet. They just so happen to get started a couple of months before I did, and um, they, you know, doing their thing, and instead of just, you know, helping out with the resources of how you go about getting this, that, and another, they choose to just not even acknowledge my uh, my call for help or assistance, et cetera, but then just keep on giving me thumbs up, and I, I, I just be at all, at it all, I do, I do.
1: Yeah, and I noticed that too because at times I've given and i said, you know what, Joy, the the way that you have given, you know what, it is what it is. Because what happens is is that you find out that those people that you're donating to towards their ministry, towards their vision, towards their cause, amen, Mm -hmm. you're doing that and it's good. But it's only good for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, you know, it's good. It's good to help people, but it's good for them too. You know, meaning that the time you need, they're not going to be there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that is true, sis.
1: Yeah. And I want to say, to God be the glory. The people that really was there and that helped, God bless them. Amen. Because when you really feel like when you give, you're you know, as long as you don't think about the fact, oh, I'm, I'm giving, I'm going to get back. I'm giving, I'm going to get back. Listen, calm down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> calm it down. Give and watch what God can do. Yeah. Be a blessing to somebody. You never know. He said You shall receive. Not, it may not, listen, I always tell people, it may not come back the way that you gave it, the mm-hmm. exact way. Yeah. But you will reap what you sow. Yeah. And one day, you will be without if you don't bless that ministry or you don't bless that person or you know that person is, you know, going through something. It's things that I won't even talk about because I want to see my breakthrough.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just saying, it's some stuff that may have happened that I I gave into that I want to be quiet about. Because at the end of the day, it's God that sees it. Yeah. When he sees it, he knows how to deal with you. He knows how to be a blessing and I seen so many doors open because I obeyed. Yeah. That's it. And and people will be so quick to go to to go uh donate to uh <laughs> Sam Shed or whatever their names is. If they send you a prayer cloth or whatever it is, and then yeah. thousands of dollars. Yes. And yeah, you can donate with whatever you want, but just remember, just remember this. That if you help somebody that don't need help, you'll be without. And yep. I learned that from Mother Cobb. And that's my the great truth. aunt. She said that to me and surely it happened. Surely it happened. I helped people that didn't need it. And the people who did need it, I didn't help them. Yep. And I was literally without. Yeah. Biting on my nubs.
0: Come on now. I'm trying
1: to tell you something. It's the truth. Because you, you know, because that and, and that's, that's important because sometimes we, we get into this thing where, oh, I want to help this person. I want to help that person because I want to be favored by them. Mm-hmm. But what about being favored by God?
0: Oh, wait Hello. Preach, preach, and preach. Yes, indeedy. And that is the truth. Hello. It goes being favored back- by God. uh... not by
1: man, not doing it because everything looks good now and now everybody want to run and say oh I didn't know you need help, I didn't know you need help but you've been having this literally all over the place Mm -hmm. literally, even Mm when I'm not on one Mm -hmm. of my Facebook pages, you know I have one for my business and then one personal um, I notice I'll be like oh okay, she just put that up she just put that up there okay and I'm thinking about creative things. I'm like, what can I do that can help her? Okay, I need a donation box. Maybe, you know, she can get candy. <laughs> or, you know, food yes, you or did. something. Yeah, to start raising money. And this is why it's important that that DUNS number, once you get that DUNS number together, yes. you need to start filling out for business credit. Because like I say, you can't really depend on the people. Because again, sometimes, you know, you get in situations with our community that may not you know because they don't they they don't want to do it no you know? no no they don't want to help they i've been bad, told
0: like i've been told so many times why don't you sell food and i'm like if is that all we good for is cooking us the food and selling it and eating it. that's it just just that's it that's all we want is food that's it okay let me get the food going I will be doing a taco drive. How about that? A taco fundraiser. So I will be doing that very soon. How about that? It's (laughs) full. Yes. Yeah, it goes back to, you know, what the song says. Are
1: you going to make tacos?
0: Yes, I'm going to make some um, ground beef, some turkey. And some chicken tacos. And so them. Mm. yeah. I'm thinking, do you I know,
1: I was going to say, too, you're so right about that. But I was going to say, like, once your DUNS number gets together, yes. you need to take that DUNS number. And you need to put it inside, as I told you, the net 30. Fill out for a few. It doesn't have to be a lot because, again, some of them do charge the $97 annual fee, and they do that the first time. But after, and then you prove yourself, it's it's $97 for the whole year. After that, your credit is going to go through the roof because, number one, whatever you're getting from them, you're going to pay it. And then it's going to go to a net 60. That gives you 60 days to pay them. And then it goes to a net 90. And by then, you can be able to literally purchase a business vehicle. You can be able to, you know, purchase whatever type of uh, furniture for your not-for-profit. Anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh, yes. So, it's it's just important that way because, as I said... I I spoke to the Duns and Bradstreet and I asked them, I said, why is it that our African American people don't know about this? Come on, talk about it. I said, they don't know, and that's why they have been selling meals. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Come on, talk about it. Why is that? What did Duns and Bradstreet say back?
1: Selling meals and t shirts. What did he say?
0: What did Duns and Bradstreet reply?
1: Oh, yes. Dun and Street's reply was, Oh, well, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we kind of been hidden from the regular community. I was like, yeah, but the light-skinned people know about it. I didn't I didn't I didn't say, you know, the regular word. Because he even though he was a light-skinned person, he knew what I was talking about. Yeah. And I said, they know about it. I said, because if it's been in business for 200 years, I said, I have one of my businesses for 15 years and I knew nothing about it. And because of that, I'm right now, I'm not even able to get a cell phone on that business. Right. I have to build it up first. Mm -hmm. But had I had a Dunn's number, I could have literally purchased my Not only house, my house is because when you get the DUNS number and you build that net 30 and net 60 and net 90 and you're able to get 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, then you decide, okay, I need to buy another property for my not for profit because I want one to be. In Memphis, and I want another one to be in New York. Amen. You'll be able to use that DUNS number and also, of course, your established credit to purchase. Uh, homes and also vehicles and it would be you know what I mean and yeah. this is the reason why you see one non for profit that has like blue cross or a, you know you know what I mean yeah I mean a, a blue shield or a red cross you know what I mean they, they have they, the benefits they have all of these big establishments and you might ask yourself how did that happen Mm-hmm. for one for one they have a network of people that will go out and campaign for them. Yeah, They will go out and sell candy for them. That's all I was talking about earlier about the GoFundMe. That's the same thing. You have people that will do that for the cause. Yeah, But when you are like in your situation, when you are a, a person that... It's kind of like in the crab, in the barrel type of situation. You already know exactly what you're surrounded with. Yeah. The people that will help you, we have to just focus on those people. And then we just go forth with the vision. Yeah, We got to leave those other crabs in the barrel. If they don't, don't want to listen, let them stay. Okay. That part. Dust your feet off. Amen. amen and keep walking because at the end of the day your vision is your vision and somebody gonna believe it somebody gonna walk with it and once you build up that credit you're gonna be able to literally be around United States Yeah. and even if you wanted to in the future you could do ministry and you know other countries, but the most important thing is is that you right now you have this vision. You're already walking in it, sis. Amen. I see so many great things, Amen. and I just thank God for your life because I believe in it. I believe in what you're doing, Amen. and you have other people that do believe. Yes, and I thank God that you're starting married. That you did, marry Kay. Get that makeup, sis. You, <laughs> you're such a good
0: talker, and I'll be introducing have, the shades I of I color have after a while. That I
1: started said
0: mm-hmm. So I'll be introducing the shades of color after a while. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to help yeah, support shades of this color vision, I,
1: I have encourage you to life go that to that right book. now. That's, that's for my health though. I'm trying to yeah. get it together with my health. Yes. I have Herbalife and then uh I also will be doing this uh it's called drink to strength. Yes. So with so many different you know, ways to, to earn money, yeah. and if a person is coming to donate money, and they, and they want to shake from you, I can even show you how you can get a portable shake, you can charge it, you can bring it with you, um, you know, wherever you do your little table stand, and get your water, and everything, so you can be able to sanitize it, and clean it out, and get some cups, and all of that stuff, and you can make shakes, and they can donate to you towards that, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, anything to make a person feel like they're getting something. Hey,
0: that's true. I agree.
1: Listen, if it's not if it's not herbal life and a the drink to shrink, or I believe it's called it's some, it's a it's a tea that also helps you slim down too, and it's a program that they have. They you can buy a big packet of those, and each little packet is five dollars. Mm-hmm. You buy it for wholesale. And you give each person a $5 packet. That's how you can make your money, too. Okay. It's ways, And and that one is like a full detox. It's actually was created by this lady named Stormy. Okay. And she is literally making people out of millionaires, like families out of millionaires. Uh, the, the tea that she has, it's, it's a whole line of things. It's not just that. But I'm telling you, it's a lot. It's a lot of good things out here that can help. Because, again, we're at this point in our lives. In 2021, this world been standing for a while. You know, the people have been waxed cold. You know? They can sit and watch people just straight up get shot and die. And then some of them will be laughing at it. I remember I was watching this one brother. He was... He was uh, driving away from the police The police was chasing him He got out of his car He ran And he didn't even have on a t-shirt And he died And the people that was on his chat was laughing This man then died in front of y'all And it's funny This is what Jesus was talking about With with, like how the You know our love for people You know the the wax cold how, How our hearts will be. Yeah. you know a desensitized type yes, of thing you know yes,
0: yes. that Amen. you can literally
1: be desensitized you can see these things so so you know when somebody sees somebody struggling and they make a post and say listen i'm trying to good, do a good thing sometimes people might look at it as bad mm-hmm. you see what i mean they mm-hmm. might look at bad things good and the good things as evil in their mind. You know what I mean? They might say, why do I want to do that? But then if they notice that oh R. Kelly, okay, oh he gonna get out so he about to do another concert. I'm gonna support mm-hmm. <laughs> I just put up R. Kelly's name, sorry. I was just trying to say like anything that is popping. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm gonna support them. Are you about to make some edibles? And oh yeah, okay, okay. And it don't matter what age, okay. Yeah, I'll invite my little sisters and the brothers over. How much you gonna charge? Okay, a thousand, thousand dollars. We can have an edible party. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you gonna be selling some sex toys there too? Okay, that's what's up. Oh, what ages can come? Because you know my little sister and my little cousins. You know, yeah, they underage. See, and and they'll support that. Or I'm about to do a hotel party for my little kids and this and that. And that's fine but is it prospering like are you prospering from it mm-hmm. you know is this is this going to be a help in the community or is it just a waste of money a waste of time
0: right yeah and that's true this is what <laughs> this is what this, I mean, this, I'm this, just this saying, is what we should this be this doing tax. is speaking is over tax. ourselves We're encouraging ourselves in the Lord to, we have to air Well, that was me and Sister Joy. And we were just talking about it. And we encourage you all to listen to the podcast and really take this message to heart because we should be supporting each other even more in our lives, helping each other, build each other, support. And if you would like to support Sherry Sheree Peculiar, nonprofit organization, which is a 501c3, so it is tax write-off, tax exempt. Um, You can go to the webpage, which is Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I-E, hyphen, Sheree, S-H-E-R-R-I-E, Peculiar, P-E-C-U-L-I-A-R, and the PayPal me account is paypal.me. Slash S-S-P-E-C-U-L-I-A-R This is Sherry. Sheree and let's talk about it. Everyone has a story to tell.